local. Live and local. This is Sacktown Sports. Welcome back, Sacramento. Alongside Chris Watkins, I am Zachariah. Sacktown Sports, 1140. Two hours in the books, two to go. I really want to call you Christopher, Chris. I just want you to know that every time I say your name. That's unfortunate. I want to say, I, I know, I, and I don't do it because I know you don't want me to, but I really want to. I don't know. I like calling people by, like, I got a buddy named Chad, and his full name is not even Chadwick. Yeah. And I call him Chadwick. And I'm like the only person he lets do that. Yeah. Because it's not even his name. But it's just, I don't know. I got some weird instinct to call somebody by their full name. I don't know. It just Nathaniel. feels like... And feels again, like that's that not my name. Yeah. <laughs> Nathaniel, not my name. It's Seth McFarland. I'm going to say Seth Myers. Seth. Seth McFarland, very, that's my name. Very much Nobody Seth. else, I think, on the planet thinks I look like him. I've asked several people. No one else like... Oh, I didn't get any love on that comparison? No, you didn't. That is totally your doppelganger. Yeah, like uh, Simone, Simone no? a couple other co-workers here. I got a, a couple friends. I'm like, you, right. you think I look like that? Fair enough. I'm sorry. It's just a fact. I mean, come on. Come on, man. That's it. It was the smile. The smile did it for me. Yeah. That's really what it was. 12-15 ESPN, no. Chris. No. Ranked the top That's 100 players. De'Aaron Fox was not on the list. Not yet. Neither was Sabonis. Not yet. What's the, Oh, okay. Not yet. Oh, okay. We'll see. I thought they we'll didn't see. make the top 100. Well, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Because they made the top 15, yeah. right? Not All listed NBA. so far. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, some players were, and some were not. Yeah. little surprise. Well, I guess, eh. Anyways, we'll do that at 12-15. We'll get there. But right now, the Niners, I don't know if you know, but they won a big game on Sunday. I heard. Sunday night over a team that was uh, really hell-bent on winning that game and they did not and the ramifications are starting to come out Mm. it started with and i want to say everything that i say i want to say very gently and delicately because i am terrified of this man his nickname was literally his name is whitner but they called him hitner yeah because he laid the helmet well here is he on the field after the game we welcome Dante to your show, Dante. What is your overall first take about this 42-10 butt whooping by the 49ers? Dak Prescott sucks. Oh, my God. Ooh. Period. Right? They talk so much about Dak Prescott being a top-tier quarterback, franchise guy. I don't see it. I see them trying to cover up for what he lacks. A lot of quick throws, cutting half of the field off and giving him easy throws. Other than that, he's not a quarterback that can drop back and really take advantage of a defense and and, and carve it up. And today we've seen it. Wow. Sucks? Yeah, he kind of laid it out there. That's huh? a little harsh, <laughs> kind of right? dry there. I mean, that's a little harsh. Yeah, I would say that's a little harsh. Yeah. Dak Prescott does not suck. I've seen quarterbacks go out there and just not be able to, to run an NFL offense. Dak Prescott is is a top fifteen, closer to fifteen than one quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I was sure. I was gonna say that begs the question where where, 16, I guess. where do you have him? We He's should, right around the Brock range for sure. I mean, we I should I go think, back to that ringer rankings. Where did they have him? <laughs> I bet they have Dak Prescott in the top fourteen, if I had to guess. Um He certainly does not stink. No, he definitely doesn't stink. I mean, I can go through the list of, of quarterbacks who who are worse than him starting in the NFL right now? Is he see? So like this is the problem: is you're, he's he's in this Kirk Cousins tier slash conversation of of guys who definitely aren't 
your Joe Burrows, your Trevor Lawrence, your Patrick Mahomes, your Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, those guys. We all know those guys. He's not those guys, but he's also not Baker Mayfield. He's not, you know, those, you know, Gardner Minshew, the the bottom half of the NFL. He's just he's a middle class quarterback. And is he going to be able to elevate your team on certain weeks? Will you win many playoff series with him or playoff games with him? probably win one maybe win two but the problem with guys like Dak and like Kirk and like Jimmy and I think Derek Carr was in this class as well in the past is you got to have a full team around him like you have to have the talent that the 49ers have around Brock Purdy you have to have that level of talent around those guys in order for them to to realistically have a shot at at being great because they're individually not and there's nothing wrong with it. It's really, really, really hard to be great at quarterback in the NFL. But he's just stuck in this middle land of, yeah, he's good, but he's he's not terrific. He he'll leave you wanting more. So but he doesn't hard, suck. He so hard suck. that in the entirety of the population of planet Earth, yeah. there are not 32 good ones. So no. yes, it's very difficult. But our guy Ruiz, who we will get to later in the show, uh, he had him at seven. At, he had Dak at seven. Dak at seven. Age thirty. What? Salary forty million. The synopsis: a brainy quarterback mm. who can beat defenses before or after the snap. How do you beat a defense before the snap? Uh, you know, Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's Dak's thing. Like that. That's supposedly where Dak sets himself apart from mm-hmm. from really everybody else's. I guess at the line of scrimmage, from what I've heard, Dak is is as close to Peyton Manning as you're going to get. He reads defenses really well. He knows how to adjust line and how to adjust plays accordingly, But which is weird because he sees it. He clearly has a good football mind, but once the ball is snapped, once people get moving, it, it's almost as if maybe he's thinking too much, maybe to take it back to a, a narrative that, that Justin Fields had a couple weeks back where – you know, he was – let's not forget Dak is – you know, Dak has been like this for a while, but this is the first year of running McCarthy's offense and McCarthy calling the plays, and maybe maybe it's a little bit of an adjustment period here this season. He's he's looked really bad. I know he led the NFL in interceptions last year, but it, it just – maybe I'm looking for an excuse for him, but it just feels like uh, Dak is just he, – he's, he's not going to be the guy that I think the Cowboys are looking for right now and, and you know, to, to – build upon the conversation that 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 you you started this with it does kind of feel like the Cowboys might start looking for that new guy whether I, I don't think it's going to be Cooper Rush I don't think it's going to be Trey Lance but I think that that door is now a lot more open than it's been uh, for the past couple of years for them so his grade was 90.5 and I've Read you the pie before, but I'll read it to you again. Timing, accuracy, arm talent, pocket presence, decision-making, creativity. What do you think his biggest strength is? And what do you think his biggest weakness is out of those? Uh, hit me one more time on... Timing, accuracy, uh-huh. arm talent, pocket presence, decision-making, and creativity. I would say his highest is probably... Um, I would say pocket presence i okay. guess but his lowest would probably be decision making okay well his best is timing his okay. biggest weakness is creativity 
But they have him at a sure. 90.5, so the ones above him are Stafford, Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, and then, of course, Patty Mack. And then the guys that he's above. Uh, Nate, you got to get your guy Steven Ruiz. <laughs> Geno Smith. Got him above Tua. Not my guy. Jaylen, Not my guy. Jalen Hurts, know. Tom Brady. Well, I mean, look, I, as as you and Whitey sort of uh, hypothesized, mm-hmm. if he did this to be on radio shows and get clicks and be in the yeah. news, he knocked it out of the park. I think he's, that's given him way too much credit. Yeah. I, I personally think that we should we should give Stephen Ruiz the credit for, for being uh, just, I don't know what the word is, an accurate <laughs> Um, insane. ridiculous, insane. Yeah. I have worse words, but I'm not yeah, going to say them out mean, loud. It's like this stuff doesn't last long term, though, right? Like people are going to look at your opinions in the future and yes, be like, "It changes." Okay, man. What? Like, why? I guess people forget too. Well, like, that's what frozen cold takes or whatever is for. Sure. When they play back stuff that you got horribly but wrong, you can't be this wrong. Like you can't have Brock Purdy at 25 and Dak I Prescott know. at seven, yeah. and then have the results play out the way they did on Sunday. For like, sure, well, not, not that drastically. He's starting to backpedal a little bit, and we'll do that. We'll do that at 12:30. But uh, let's hear from a certain individual. I think you'll recognize the voice when you hear it, and it might make you recoil as I. Uh, played another guy kind of like this guy earlier but uh he's taking this even a step further well actually i don't know if you can take it any further than saying that a guy stinks yeah that's pretty far but um this guy's saying he might be done in dallas done in dallas let me tell you why i feel this way because he's gonna count 60 million against their cap unless they negotiate a new deal for him and a new deal is obviously going to require a raise now the one thing we know about dak is that dak is a stern negotiator this brother, all right, who some people are joking around calling him Whack Prescott instead of Dak Prescott <laughs> right now. I haven't Not heard that. Not me, but others. The bottom line is this. That's great. You're, no, you're in no position to demand more. <laughs> but when it comes to Dak Prescott, this is the dude that negotiated and got himself $75 million in the first year of his new deal. And so when we look at it from that standpoint, $95 million over two years. You look at it from that perspective, he ain't going to negotiate himself on the cheap. If you're Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, you got to make a decision. And do you want to commit to him long term at a heftier price when the man hasn't gotten it done? You're not going to do that. This is it for me, as far as I'm concerned. Unless the unless Dak Prescott took them to the NFC Championship, takes them to the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl, which we know ain't gonna happen. The bottom line <laughs> is, I think this is it for Dak Prescott. I think this is last year in Dallas. Oof. See now, okay, because I that was a lot of pocket counting right there. I think, pocket watching, yeah, for sure. Jeez. Don't count other people's money. Yeah, man. Jeez. But I think you and I agree that he's not bad, but he's no. not great. Yeah. So, but is that on the Dallas organization to put pieces around him so that he doesn't have to be great, or do they look at it like we need? a great quarterback in there, and then we can kind of sacrifice the stuff that you put around yeah. the guy. I mean, the Cowboys have been good with Dak Prescott as their quarterback. Yeah. It's just you have to put a good line around him or give him a good run support mm-hmm. or give him more than just C.D. Lamb as a target. Like yeah. They've been holding on to, to guys like Michael Gallup, hoping that he's going to be healthy, and, and they just, you know, they tried Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. They, you gotta you gotta put talent around him. Like I, Patrick Mahomes, and we're even seeing Mahomes struggle with it. Is really the only guy who you can realistically say put him on the team, and then everybody else is just better. Yeah, it's really hard to elevate an entire roster as as a quarterback. Like even 
uh, Josh Allen, they had to go out and get Stephon Diggs, and yeah. we see how much he leans on Stephon Diggs at times. Mahomes is pretty much the only one doing it. Only guy. Because they the traded away guy. Hill. They tra- I mean, like, he, he doesn't have a lot yeah. around him, but he's so damn good he can do it. Right. And, yeah. I mean, you could argue C.D. Lamb is is that guy or is at least supposed to be that guy, but mm-hmm. I, I think Dak just needs more help, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think that we should get into this. He either has to be a top – 10 quarterback unquestioned or he's garbage you can't win with him yeah i just think that that's a that's a lack of creativity that that happens in the nfl you, look at the niners the niners don't have a great a, a superstar quarterback but they figured out obviously almost to an extreme how to build around him and make that situation easier for mm-hmm. him it's no different than hey you want to have a good running back give them a good offensive line so that he can run for 2000 yards and 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 elevate his game it's the same exact thing you got to give these guys some help they can't just do it by themselves and and getting one guy might not be good enough for everybody else like you can't just get cd and say we gave you a weapon why don't you why don't why aren't you great some guys need one or two or or need a tight end to be a safety blanket let's not forget they lost dalton schultz as well like i don't think this is all on dak and and I, it's it's kind of just the unfair nature of being a quarterback, but this is why you get paid the big bucks as well. Coming up next, Kings fans, time to be offended. ESPN ranked the NBA's top 100 players, and D. Fox and Sabonis are not in it. Now I'm being a little facetious, if you will. Nah. Uh, they haven't put out 50 through one. They just put out 100 through 51. One guy was on there, two guys could potentially vault into the top 100. We will tell you who. That's coming up next. Zachariah, Chris Watkins, right here at Sacktown Sports, 1140. Sacktown Sports. Check us out on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe. Subscribe, like, text, call, follow, mention, tweet at, all that good stuff. If you want to be heard or read, 916-339-1140 is the way to do it. He's Chris Watkins. I am Zachariah. This is Sacktown Sports 1140. Check us out. We are live streaming on YouTube. And coming up, bottom of the hour, Chris, our guy. Steven Ruiz. He's starting to get his back pedal on. It's Nate's guy. He's a uh, Nate's guy. We got to chill on that. Nate's guy. That's what I heard. <laughs> Nobody's guy. Is that, really. is that what Ruiz is saying? That's huh? what he's saying. Bro. He That's is what full the of baloney. <laughs> that guy really is full of baloney. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see. He's, he's back pedaling a little bit. And then also, what's crazier? Brock at 25 or Brock for MVP? We will discuss know. bottom of the hour. But right now, Chris, the ESPN, the ESPN. Uh, they put out the top 100 list, mm. and man, I wish I hadn't looked at this prior because I would have liked to have guessed who was there or who was not, but go ahead, break down who is there, who's not there yet, who will be there once they put out, this is 100 through 51, they will be putting out 50 through 1, or however you want to say that, 1 through 50 and 51 through 100, whatever. Uh, tell the people who made it and who could get into it after next year. Yeah, so uh, every single year the uh, ESPN.com does their their annual rankings, and uh, every single year there's some some controversy that comes out of this. And what I was rem- the Clay one? 
Oh, that was top 75 of There was a time. while ago where, yeah, like Clay was behind Carmelo Anthony, and that was like when Melo was on the Blazers and things like that, and it was, oh, you know, Clay's coming back from injury and whatever. I, think, I mean, there's I, there's been weird I think they did the top seventy five for a really long time. Yeah, I think they did the top 75. That and, was the NBA. Like, the NBA did their okay. 75th anniversary. Yeah, team. and I think he didn't make it, so then they made him a jersey that said, like, 76. Yes, yeah. Like a yeah, fake yeah. jersey. Yeah, that was not this. That. Yeah, yeah, anyways. Um, so this is, yeah, the ESPN ranking. Every year they do their top 100 players, and, you know, Kings had – their best season in in 16 17 years and you would think they'd probably be recognized as such uh you mentioned Demonis Sabonis and De'Aaron haven't been listed yet they only did uh 51 through 100 but if you had to guess uh Nate oh, everyone here has looked at the list so never mind this yeah. took all the fun out of it yeah. oh I haven't I haven't have you uh, you haven't okay no, I, I'll guess how many kings nice. do you think are listed from 100 to 51 oh 100 to 51 yes um Oh man, Pro- oh I want to say zero just because of sure. bias, but I mean Malik Monk. Uh-huh. No, yeah, you would think. I right? mean H H B. I feel like the media doesn't like H B. Uh-huh. I'll say, ooh man, I'll I'm gonna go zero. You're close. close. Yeah, <laughs> there's okay. one. One. And, okay, uh, who is it? It's number ninety six. It's Harrison Barnes makes the mm-hmm. list, cracks the list at the top. Uh, again, 96. Last year he was 74, so quite a drop from HB from uh, last year to this year. And for everybody, it has their one big question. The one big question for Harrison Barnes in 23-24 is one that we've been talking about. What will his role be this season? Barnes signed a three-year, $54 million extension over the summer and on a younger team looking to continue its rise. He is a trusted veteran voice for reigning coach of the year, Mike Brown. However, Barnes' minutes declined last year in the addition of EuroLeague MVP. Sasha Vazenkov could impact the way Sacramento uses Barnes in 23-24 and uh, HB is the only person again that is listed from number 100 to number 51. Kind of surprising for me, uh, but you know, I, I think everything that was said about HB is very, very true. I think we're still trying to figure out what exactly his role will be. Mm-hmm. I think that you know, at some point, to to the point of this article, I feel like Sasha is probably going to take that starting spot from him at some point, whether it be this year. Next year or the year after, I think by the time HB's new extension's done, he'll probably be coming off the bench. But uh, really interesting that only one king is listed so far in this list. And uh, they actually had a secondary list because, you know, why Why wouldn't why you wouldn't just you? hammer out uh-huh. more, more articles? More content. This? And this one is 10 players who could vault into next year's uh, top 100 list. And on that list, which I guess you can call this is the, the best of through the 110. Rest. Yeah. Yeah. We have two kings. Okay. So I guess that's where a lot of the the love went is into this second article by Kevin Pelton. Uh, Kevin well, just Herter look at it as Keegan top Murray. 110 instead, of, a, instead of top well, 100. Boom. Let's I, do that. Zach, do you know that uh, Chris is kind of known around here for not being the biggest fan of Harrison Barnes either? <laughs> I do are, not know Are that. you still in that same boat, Chris? Like, it's been it's been a little while. We've had a whole off season. Yeah. Because I know you're not you're not the biggest I'm not Barnes the biggest. Guy. No, it's I think, I think this year will help me just appreciate him more. And I... 
yeah, right. I'm not going to give the caveat. I obviously love Harrison Barnes, the person, and this has nothing to do with him, him the person, because he's he's actually one of my favorite players as a person on this team. But yeah, I mean, a big part of it is the expectation of what he was came in to do and where he was paid the dollar figure at which he was paid to do it. Like he was making twenty million dollars a year, which was the most of of anyone last year on last year's team. And he wasn't playing like a guy who was the third option or, top guy, yeah. or, or even a top guy in general. Yeah. yeah, like he was just – he was overpaid. And for what he was being asked to do, being the Kings' third scorer and being a veteran on that team, I just always was left cold. I just felt like he, he very rarely would step up in moments where the team really needed someone out there to step up. And I think this year with the influx of talent with – what I assume will be a reduced role for Harrison, I just feel like he's a lot more at home. I feel like it's it's a lot better for him to have fourth or fifth scoring option uh, as his title as opposed to someone who's supposed to be the third option and very rarely even hits that. So I, I think moving forward, my relationship uh, with Harrison Barnes will be a lot better. Yeah, and I think – Long story so, short. So, I mean, this basically assures that they're only going to have three in the top 100 because the only names that we're yeah. going to see yep. are going to be Domas Yeah, we and, will not see Malik Fox. As I, no. I would probably agree with Nate, though. I think, if, I think Malik is somebody who, with his play last year and in that playoffs – Playoffs specifically, for sure. I'd have a hard time keeping him out of the top 100, especially if we're looking towards the bottom of that list, like where he would be competing around. Mitchell Robinson's 100. I don't have the biggest problem with that. I don't love it. Jonas Valanciunas is 99. Guys, Colin Sexton is 98. What are we talking about there? I got a hot take on Malik. I think JaVale McGee is going to boost Malik's, uh, you know, the way he's seen in the league because Mm -hmm. even that first preseason game, I – Seeing, I saw that highlight where he yep, he, that he threw it up. Pick the and roll lob, yeah. I I really, you know, that might be something that might. I think it is. I think seeing a player on social media and on highlights <laughs> like that is is important for rankings. Oh, for like these, sure. Well, that's yeah. That's not a hot take, but the hot take here is that Javale McGee I think will help elevate Malik Monk. I yeah, like I, it. Yeah, I, I would have guessed Murray in there and HB out of there mm-hmm. but i think that's more of what i'm projecting right from murray and they're just doing what they well, are you've also right. watched games so yeah. you know that, that would help that that also helps for yeah. your analysis yeah. as well but uh i mean i you know i guess it's more predicting that there's going to be a jump so yeah. i guess i can understand it but yeah i mean for a team that was you know three seed in the west and had the offensive firepower that they did you would have thought they would have more than just HB in the top 100. But, again, we're going to see a couple more names in there. We're going to see Fox and Domas. So, you know, everybody will be happy. It'll yeah. be fine. And then if next year goes the way that we all want it to, there'll be a bunch of names this time next there year. There should be. There should be three or four up there for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, coming up next, our guy, Steven Ruiz, our 25th for Brock Purdy guy. He's admitting that Brock is getting better. So we'll play some audio from that. Also check out some MVP odds. Man. I, I mean, Purdy's good. MVP good? Oh, my gosh. We'll discuss next. I've got some news for you. <laughs> Chris Watkins, Zachariah, Sacktown Sports, 1140. Sacktown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Welcome back, Sacramento. 
alongside Chris Watkins. I am Zacharias of Sacktown Sports 1140. Coming up, 1245, fun in the 40s. LeBron makes me feel old. Okay? I don't like feeling old, but he does. Bad news for... This is not really fun. <laughs> supposed to have fun in the 40s. Hey, you put this together. I know, it's my fault. You could easily pass for like 38. It's like, thank you. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. My buddy likes doing that when we go out. He'll ask like a table full of girls, how yeah. old do you think we are? I'm like, dude, we're old. Yeah. Like, we look old. <laughs> I think I, I've gotten a range of compliments and insults. Sure. I've heard like 45. I've heard 30. I mean, who cares? Yeah. Eh, who cares? I don't see it. Anyways, a uh, bunch of injuries, and LeBron uh, makes himself feel old, really. Well, actually, this is all Anthony Davis's fault. He's the one that reacts and makes LeBron feel old, which then in turn made me feel old. <laughs> Did he hit him with the Kevin Hart? Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think he hit him with a damn. Uh, so we will do that fun in the 40s. But right now, our guy, our guy who's been giving us content up and down yeah, appreciate it. the week, good old Steven Ruiz. Mm. Here he is, sort of, kind of backpedaling. Brock Purdy is getting better. Can we agree on this? Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. That's why he's raising I, up. He's going up my rankings every week. <laughs> he's going to win MVP. Are you guys happy? It's okay. Hey, maybe 25 is too low, okay. but it, but him winning MVP is more ridiculous than me ranking him 25th. And he's going to, like, it's going to be hard to argue against. It was probably a mistake for me to say that I didn't think the 49ers could make a Super Bowl. Mm, there you go. <laughs> After having ranked them number one in the power rankings this week. That's probably a mental error on my fault. What's important is Whoa. to admit when you're wrong, Chris. Did he really, though? Sort of. I get... By the way, he said that's why he keeps rising. Now, yes. I haven't seen all of his previous polls. No. But where was he before? Exactly. Exactly. Like 32? Also, what is he like... Is it? Do you guys think it's more crazy that Brock is? Uh, yeah, I don't in the agree MVP with that. than yeah than being twenty five. I think it's way crazier to have yeah. him at twenty five than the MVP because again, Stephen might not know about this, but if you if you are watching the uh-huh. the, the games uh-huh. as they're happening, he's pretty good. He's playing yeah. like somebody who who is who's worthy of the MVP. And again, yeah. I told you this I think a couple weeks ago, but. People like to harp on the specifics of most valuable player. Mm-hmm. There is no more valuable player than this guy who's making under a million dollars and allowing his oh, team yeah, to yeah. be. You have as done this to me before. Yeah. When you put it like that, for sure. If you're well, talking even about. If you do, I mean, if you're factoring in both the yeah. play and the actual letter of the law of value. Yeah. There's no conversation to be had, really. But certainly him at less than a million dollars a year versus Mahomes at like 42. If you were really to do the value. If it's huh? like, I mean, it's like Dak is even at 40. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, like if you're going to – that's even like a middle-level quarterback is $40 million. Like that's – it's just – it can't be understated and, or overstated enough. Yeah, right now the NFL MVP odds, Mahomes is the leader, and then it's uh, Tua, and then right after that – all tied, or I'm sorry, both tied, Purdy and Allen, and then Hurts. And, I mean, yeah, it's hard to argue. What he's doing on the field is doing nothing but being the best quarterback, the most important position, yep. 
for the best team, yep. for the Super Bowl favorite. If you're the if yeah. you're playing quarterback and your team is undefeated and you're the Super Bowl favorite, then yeah, of course you're going to be in the MVP conversation. Yeah. yeah. So and it's much less crazy than putting him at 25. Exactly. And the biggest criticism of 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 uh, Brock Purdy has been the reliance on Christian McCaffrey in the run game and saying, you know, Defense, obviously coaching, all that stuff, yeah. but you know, Christian McCaffrey had and I won't say a bad game, but had an off week this weekend and didn't matter. Still yeah. was able to find Kittle in the t- in the end zone for three three touchdowns, and it's it's really just a continuation of what he's done all year long. And let's not forget, hasn't turned the ball over yet. Yeah. Has not thrown an interception Crazy. all year long. Yeah, I, I don't. I it's just again to me that's Stephen Ruiz trying to hold on to his haterade as as much as he can for as long as he can. It's a lot crazier to have this man anywhere near 25 than to have him in the MVP conversation. I think you're actually doing yourself right if you have Brock Purdy in the MVP conversation. Mm-hmm. You're just out of your mind if you have him in the bottom half of NFL quarterbacks. Right yeah, now. I'll tell you this, though. He he is the big winner out of all this because oh, I'm definitely sure. going to be checking his ratings next week. Yeah, oh, for just sure. To see right. where he's at. Where is you he now? I mean? Right, like, exactly. There was probably – 800 people yes. that did the ratings of all the quarterbacks. Yep. And this is only one guy that we're talking about because he had them all the way at 25. Yeah. But I think, again, it's going to continue for 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 Brock. Uh, I mean, we talked about this, like, over time, yeah, if he wins the Super Bowl and he continues to be great. Because, again, I think you could probably – there was probably similar conversations with this about Tom Brady. Oh, for and sure. then, of course, over time, right. Tom Brady, you know, proved to be dominant. So then people stopped talking about his combine photo right. where he's got his shirt off and he looks like he's totally out of shape. Um, so over time, I think it will change. I think also what could change it is if he has a game where he – not that he's doing anything wrong. He's mm-hmm. doing what he's supposed to do right. to win, which is the ultimate goal. But if he does have a game – where he drops 500 yards and five touchdowns right. and they win in like a shootout. The defense let him down right. or, you know what I mean? But he shouldn't have to have that. And yeah, I mean, it's, you know, good on him that the MVP odds are reflecting absolutely. the job that he's doing on the field. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's definitely a, it's good that I think it's good that this conversation is, is actively happening around Brock as well, because I think, that's the only way that we're going to truly get to a place where he's no longer underrated or, or talked about like he still is the last pick in the draft. I mm-hmm. think this this swell of conversation that we've had these past couple of weeks about where Brock Purdy stands in the NFL, I think it's it's just it's a massive win for Brock because it it's it's having people constantly think where he is placed amongst the ranks of the NFL and I think as he continues to play better and better every week, he just keeps moving higher and higher up those conversations. And and frankly, I mean, it, it stops the conversations of, is this guy, you know, even worthy of being a starter? I feel like we're, we're pretty much past the point of people questioning whether or not this guy can play football now. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's kind of the nature of, of the position, but it, it just it feels like Brock's the conversation around Brock isn't a fair one. And, he, and here's a perfect reason why it's ludicrous to not just give him respect is because this really has more to do, even though he's not like Josh Allen 6'5 or whatever, or right. built or looked chiseled or whatever, but neither does Tua. No, he doesn't. But Tua was drafted, right. whatever, fifth or yes. whatever he was. So 
and he went to Alabama or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like we don't, but you could say the same thing about Tua. You can Carbon look at him. And go, doesn't yep. have crazy arm strength, but makes the right decisions. Is and doing has everything that he's supposed to do. Around him, yeah, but and a great coach who, who it, gets that the, scheming who stuff up. up for, yeah. Has arguably the best best wide receiver in the NFL. But nobody says anything about that. And their defense is is decent. But, yeah, nobody says anything about it because he was drafted higher, much higher than Purdy. And so Purdy just got that, I don't know. It's a stigma. It's a Mr. Irrelevant thing is just going to. It's just going to carry around until I think he he ultimately has postseason success. I think it it might not have to be a Super Bowl victory, Mm -hmm. but until he shows in the postseason that, which he already has. Let's not forget, he's yeah. already won two playoff games. Um, but let's, you know, I, I think once he he's able to show people that he can carry this team through the playoffs, I feel like all the negative conversation stops for sure. All right. Well, coming up next, we're gonna sort of have fun in the forties. We'll try. We're gonna plead the fifth together, but there's some injuries, and LeBron James gets kind of put on blast by his. Superstar teammate who got a fat contract in the offseason. We will do that next. Fun in the 40s. Chris Watkins, Zachariah, Sacktown Sports, 1140. Live and local. Live and local. This is Sacktown Sports. Welcome back to the program. Alongside Chris Watkins, I am Zachariah. This is Sacktown Sports 1140. You can be read or heard by calling or texting the show, 916-339-1140. Check us out live streaming on YouTube. Just search for Sacktown Sports. Coming up, top of the hour, Richard Sherman. Now, I don't know when this narrative changed, but I remember Richard Sherman as being a thorn in the side of 49ers mm-hmm. fans and players. And then now all of a sudden he's like the spokesman for them. Yep. But he's got some words for the Cowboys. Niners have two MVPs, question mark. Anyways, we'll get into that top of the hour. But right now it's time for fun in the 40s. Hit Uh-oh. me with that beautiful intro, Nate. Now on Zachariah and Watkins, I plead the fifth. Now, this sound sort of reminded me of you and I, because I'm like the vet, you're the youngster, and this was kind of shown when LeBron James was doing a press conference, Mm -hmm. and he was talking about playing hoop in Vegas, and this is what he had to say, and this was the reaction from his teammate. I've been here for for quite a long time playing ball, Um, you know, um, know, probably since, I think since 05. Um, <laughs> where were you in 05? Was you in like the third grade or something? Fifth grade? Fifth grade. Um, you're right. All the way to now. I've been here. Anthony, Anthony Davis was in fifth grade when LeBron has been, since the LeBron's been playing in Vegas. Where were you in 05? I was also in fifth grade. <laughs> I was I was actually also so, in fifth grade. So this literally is me. And, well, not literally because yeah. we could have b- bigger bank accounts. Pretty much. But I think I'm because I remember LeBron. I was working at a, at a hotel uh-huh. and and the Cavs stayed there. Mm-hmm. He was the first player because I used to get autographs when I was a kid. Sure. From 
athletes, baseball players, whatever. I got like Charles Barkley's autograph. That was like a big deal. But I remember Le- uh, LeBron was the first player I didn't ask for their autograph for from mm-hmm. because he was younger than me. Oh, and it okay. was like the first time a player sure. was. I, I wish I had gotten the autograph. Yeah, you probably messed might, up on that. One. Might might have been worth something. Yeah. But yeah, I think he literally. I bet he's like barely younger than me. He's younger than me by like a month or two wow. or whatever. Pride got and so in the you're, way. So you're. So you're. And and you're Anthony Davis's age. Yeah, I guess so. I'll That's have to hilarious. look. Let me look up exactly how much. What the age difference? That's pretty is funny. Yeah, Let's it might see. actually be the. Um, Oh no, AD's older than I am. What is AD talk? AD don't know nothing. Unless AD got held back, he was not in front. Because <laughs> the way he my lied? grades go, uh, it's like you know, in in 2012, I was in 12th grade. Oh, I graduated okay. in third. Like the year that I started, yeah. School is matches the the year. So in first gotcha. grade, oh one. Oh, one. Second grade, oh gotcha. two. Gotcha. So AD is lying. I yeah. don't know. I don't know unless he got held back. Fair enough. Anyways, I found it to be funny because you're just like, damn. Yeah. But yeah, he was probably exaggerating just a smidge. Uh, here's some bad news. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Your guy, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Injured reserve. Yeah. Hamstring injury. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Not what you needed. No. No. Turn no. your season around. No. 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 The one in four Vikings didn't need their. Uh, their North Star going down for four weeks. That's, yeah. that's not what the doctor ordered. Definitely not. And, uh, it's are you tough. in the? Uh, it's gonna be tough. Are you? Would you be okay with a um, wholesale sell? Yeah. Um, I mean, as a fan, no, because I, I again, there's nothing worse than watching a bad NFL team or like an NFL team that has no intentions of winning games. Mm-hmm. Like it's just really tough to get up every single week and and try and convince yourself as a fan to tune in, but. For the longevity of the franchise, absolutely, it makes a lot of sense to in this incredibly quarterback-heavy draft class. This is the year to to really tank. I mean, you have Drake May, you have Caleb Williams, possibly. You have uh, Penix from from Washington. You've got uh, Ward from Washington State, and that's just in the Pac-12. Like, mm-hmm. it's a really, really good quarterback class, and this feels like the year where. You probably want to be in in the top ten in the draft if you're looking for a quarterback. So it would hurt, but if if Justin Jefferson's already missing four weeks, Vikings might as well just kind of call the season at this point. They're not going to turn it around these next four weeks with without Justin Jefferson. It's just they they rely on him way way too much for them to like. I'm sure you know Jordan Addison will have him, himself a nice couple weeks. KJ Osborne will have himself a nice couple weeks. TJ Hawkinson, but. It's not going to be good enough to to run the slate against the teams that that they have to play coming up, which is uh, at Chicago this weekend, and then they play the 49ers in Minnesota, then at Green Bay and at Atlanta. Now, now those last two aren't aren't world beaters, but even still, I just I have no faith that the Vikings are going to turn this thing around. And if it were if it were up to you, mm-hmm. would you want Kirk Cousins under center week one next year? No. No. Okay. No. I think they, they I, I, need I'm to. I'm surprised you said that that definitively. They need to move on. I mean, okay. Kirk has it. Like, Kirk is, again, he's somebody who's in that category of you have to have a great Everything team around, around him, him yeah. in order to win. And the Vikings have had teams, I think, that are capable of winning the Super Bowl with Kirk. And, mm-hmm. and I don't think that they're going to be able to, to build a team to that quality so soon. So it would not surprise me if next year, if. You know who knows? Maybe maybe that 49ers window opens up again. It's definitely not seeming like it, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Kirk finds himself a, a place to end his career the next uh, in the, in this offseason. Now, are you a Halloween guy? No, 
Not really. Not you, really at all. You don't dress up for Halloween? No. No. Too close to my birthday. It ruins everything. Should be celebrating me instead. Okay. And <laughs> and your lady's okay with that? No, she loves Halloween. Oh, she, okay. she can't stand so that. Does she dress up? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes she does. Well, the 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 hot product right now. Oh gosh, let me guess. Can, Kelsey and Taylor Swift. There costume. you go. Yes, there is a store. Um, they sold the only one, the only costume that sold more than this company's um costumes for Kelsey and uh-huh. um Swift was in 2020. That was right around uh, pandemic yeah, time. Yeah, no, it was. Exactly. Tiger King. <laughs> Were you a Tiger King guy? He certainly looked like he was Absolutely. in a costume at all times. For sure. I yeah. think everybody and their mom was a Tiger King person in 2020. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, even it's I. the biggest thing in the world for a minute. Yeah, for sure. We, we, do we have an update on that? Has anybody done an update? Like, where yeah, are they now? Yeah, there was a second season. There was a whole really? second season of oh, Tiger King that came out. I saw a picture out. of him in jail. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. where he resides. Yeah. Did, in didn't uh, the lady get in trouble too? Yeah. Uh, uh, she Carol. Did. The yeah. one that clearly allegedly killed her husband? Yeah, clearly allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> clearly allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Got to yeah. make sure I cover my bases there. I don't want to get in legal trouble. But, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't follow up on that too too uh, too intently, but I do know she got in trouble as well. Wait, wait, wait. Did they show why he went to jail as part of the series? Uh, I'm pretty you sure. You mean season he, two? Yeah, I, don't, they, I didn't see season two. They do in season two. I did not watch the entirety of season mm-hmm. two. I watched. Is like it animals related? Yes. Of why 1, he goes to prison? Thousand percent. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. If, if it's something tells me it had something to do with like the handling of the. Animals. Yeah. They were all so slimy, and they all Very tried to play it off I like know. the other ones, yeah. the bad one. Yeah. But they're all just just weasels. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, wasn't there like a third guy too, who's like, yeah. you know, he's kind of like the bad boy of it all. And yeah, and he thought yeah. the way he like came the, off was like he was like a rock star. Yeah. In the in the, <laughs> in tiger, the tiger world. Industry. Yeah. Yeah, but he was like almost just as bad. They just didn't focus on him. Yeah. 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 For sure. What a world. Yeah, I know. Kind of a stain on America that we loved that as much as we did. We really, really enjoyed it a it's, lot. It's kind of what's wrong Nothing with else was going on. Nothing. Literally Yeah, nothing. I know. Three just, months, yeah. I just played Counter-Strike and yelled. <laughs> it was awesome. Best dude. Oh, I, yeah, whatever. Don't was, get me started, Nate. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, coming up, yeah. top of the hour, final hour, Richard Sherman, who I thought was public enemy number one in Niners Nation. or It's not Niners Nation. What is it? It's Raiders Nation. It's Niners what? Niners Empire? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Niners uh, Return of the Empire. There Six to go. seven tonight. Boom! Flag on me. Yeah. Yeah. Flag That's on okay. me. Attaboy. Yeah. Nice plug. Uh, but yeah, Richard Sherman, who was a villain, and now he's like your spokesman. He's got some words for the Cowboys as well. And then the Niners, two MVPs on the same team? We'll talk about it next. Zachariah, Chris Watkins, right here. Sacktown Sports, 1140.